Hey there, it's Erica and Steph, and this is Sit Back and Listen. Hi guys. <laughs> Episode 5. We are Woo-hoo. talking about relationships. And oh my god. <laughs> what a time it has been. Not even just within like the last year, but yes, especially this last year. Mm-hmm. But like, oh my god, the last, <laughs> maybe like the last five years has been a lot. And by relationships, I always mean familial, friendships, and romantic. The funny thing is, the other day, I, Eric and I took notes to kind of figure out what we want to talk about. I'm like, relationships with friends. And she's like, <laughs> friendships. <laughs> that, is, that is what that is. So we want to talk about this stuff. And when we took the time to ask you guys what you want to hear about, one of you did request we talk about toxic relationships. And I will mm-hmm. happily, happily add my own two cents into that. And on top of that, you all seem to love the episode we did about breakups and how to cope with them. So this is not going to focus on that. But... There are things to be said about men. So with that, I'll I'll let you take it away, Erica. How have your friendships changed mm. throughout this last year, but also just like in general? I feel like I've always kept a pretty small circle of friends in terms of people that I really consider to be close friends that I trust and spend time with. Over the last year or so... And because of the pandemic, once we were able to spend time together, I felt like I only or always spent time with the same group of people, even if it's not like all at the same time. But it just felt like I was doing it because I didn't want to be alone or I just wanted something to do. And I realized sometimes I would just get like stressed out. I would get easily aggravated. I wasn't really focusing on myself or I was kind of just not really enjoying the time with friends and I'm what I've started to learn about myself is that I I do need time alone to recharge I would say that I love to be like I love to hang out with people I love to go out I love to go out for dinner to just hang out even if we're not doing anything yeah but I do actually like really do need to protect my time for myself just to recharge just to reset just to do things on my own and it's okay to say no to hanging out and it's not because I don't love you or it's not because I don't want to spend time with you but it's because I want or need to spend more time with me I have a question do you know if you're an introvert or extrovert if you I haven't taken Myers-Briggs, how would you define yourself, introvert or extrovert? I have taken a couple of years ago. I don't remember the result. I think I always considered myself to be more of an introvert. Why? But I, because I think that I, like, I get shy in, like, bigger group settings. But at the same time, I'm more comfortable with like going up to people introducing myself than Mm -hmm. maybe I was before I think before I was more like embarrassed or shy or like whatever and now I'm like I'll say Mm -hmm. hi and like I want to be friends with people yeah friendly um but I would say I I'm a I don't know can there be a balance between two there's an ambivert 
Which is, yeah, the balance. And then oh. also you don't need to be 100% one or the other. The way that Myers-Briggs defines extrovert versus introvert is it's how you energize yourself. Mm. So extroverts feel more energized when being with people. Whereas introverts recharge themselves by having time by themselves. I think I'm an introvert. Yeah. I was going to say the same for me. So I've taken the test a bunch of times. I'm always extrovert Mm. because this is one of the major changes I've experienced in the last year. What you were saying about like prioritizing time to myself. I've never done that. I've Mm. literally been like, I need to be next to somebody. Like I need to spend time with other people. And I think that comes back to me not wanting to feel things, not wanting to think things because it's easy to mask and ignore rather than process. And so I hated being alone with my thoughts because then like I'd be sad and I'd be stressed. So I would just cover that up with time with other people. But like you were saying, I do think I'm more of an introvert now because maybe it's COVID. Mm. I, but I need time to myself. I love meeting people. I will meet new people every single day. And I love knowing about people, what they love. Yeah. But like, I need to recharge. Like, I need to be in my room by myself mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Otherwise, like, I feel so drained. Yeah, I love that. I think I think that's the same. I yeah, haven't taken the test in a long time. So I don't know what I would, like, what my test results are. But I would say that I am introverted in the sense that I I do recharge, but I do love spending time with me. Like, especially with family. Like, I love going to dances and I can, like, yeah. go out and, like, or just, like, family gatherings and hang out and I do get I feel like fulfilled in a different way when I'm with like family and friends do you feel recharged more by family or friends or is it the same like for me I can hang out with like you all day every day Mm -hmm. but like I love my family (laughs) I need breaks you know what I mean I think I would say the same amount like family yeah I do think that like my family and maybe it's because just because of cultural things mm-hmm. like feel totally like I can be I mean I can be myself with my friends but with family I don't know I just I feel like equally as energetic or feel like okay. yeah I I think it's one of those things where Sometimes there is a little bit of family. When there's, like, family drama stuff happening, like, I don't care to listen to that stuff because then, like, that drains me. But if it's just, like, hanging out and going out to dance or, like, making food together or checking out a new place, like, I love it. It's, like, the best the best feeling just being able to kind of hang out. And- yeah. You're so lucky. I feel like not a lot of people experience that the same way. Like, I think for me it's a communication thing where I feel mm-hmm. like... We are easily on the same wavelength. And like little things, like we tend to feel tired at the same time. And then Mm. we like to just be on our phones and do nothing at the same time. Yeah. We're like, yeah, I feel like we just operate in different ways. I'm I'm looking at my jacket and I swore that was a person and I almost had a moment. (laughs) We are not alone in this house. (laughs) Anyway, hope you guys took a shot for hearing the fridge right then and there. (laughs) Hope you're keeping up with this game of playing. Um, but I want to get into the toxicity of it. Yeah. Because I feel most people relate toxicity to, like, romantic partners, but it is so important to recognize how toxic friends can be. Yeah. And it is not always obvious. Like, 
sometimes a friend can gaslight you or a friend can say that they support you, but in paying more attention to how they react to say good news you share with them, you realize Mm -hmm. that they're not the best type of friend. But sometimes that's hard to catch on to like when you're in the moment. I feel like just from personal experience, I had to be away from certain friends for a while to realize like, oh, they make me talk bad about other people. They make me speak poorly about myself. Like, Mm -hmm. that is contagious and due to, like, influence. Like, there's a quote, like, you are the average or the summation of the five, ten people you spend most of your time with. My mom used to always say, when when I was younger, she said, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Your mom didn't make that up, by the way. No, I think think it's, like, the same (laughs) line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were, like, she she made this and it... No, 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 no. I, like, I've heard other iterations of it, but it's, like, the same... Thing. And she always, like, would say that that was, like, a saying, but it's, you, I think when you're younger, you don't, like, you're like, okay, whatever, but as you get older, you see how much that actually does influence mm-hmm. who you are, how you feel, and like you said, sometimes it's not intentional, and it's not, like, I, I think sometimes I could be a toxic friend without realizing it, where yeah. I think it's just, like, health, like, just banter I feel comfortable being like whatever and in actuality like I wouldn't actually speak to that to someone that I really do love and care about and it's not that I don't love and care for this person it's just that I'm not being like my best self when I'm around someone like they not I don't want to like blame it on the person because it's not a person thing it's like a, a you thing right like ourselves and I realize like there are some people who do bring out the best of you and Mm -hmm. there are some people who don't and and that changes over time like we as human beings evolve and change and sometimes people who are friends yesterday weren't aren't really the best friends like for tomorrow Mm -hmm. and you kind of just have to like recognize or try to recognize those behaviors Mm -hmm. in order to like best protect you and like for it to be a healthy friendship for, for both people involved. Yeah. And I, I think that was really hard for me because I feel like loyalty is a really big thing. And I feel like if someone's been a really good friend, like I always want to be a really good friend back. But sometimes it's just, you know, it's better for both friends if like you take that time apart and mm-hmm. you spend it with yourself and you surround with people that really uplift you and who you can like have a good time with and you're right it's not always purposeful like toxicity isn't no one's trying to be some people try to be toxic (laughs) like totally i have definitely been like the most toxic person in a room whether it was intentional or not and i feel like i do not blame any people for making me a certain way like i was growing myself People are human and they are growing through things too. Yeah. But being around somebody who matches the worst in you is so unhealthy. Yeah. And it is really hard to identify that when you're used to that and that feels comfortable. Like, I think that's the worst part about toxic relationships. Like, it feels so familiar. Mm. So it's easy to sit in that because you feel seen. Yeah. But. And you, yeah. Like, (laughs) if you, everyone listening, if you just take pause for like a couple seconds. Let's just think about the people you hang out with the most. Mm-hmm. And if you were to like go, you know, person by person, 
after thinking about when you spend time with them, like, do you feel stressed out ever or a majority of the time? Do you feel frustrated? Do you feel angry? Do you feel like you just have a lot of, are you complaining a lot? Or do you feel uplifted? Do you feel loved? Do you feel energized? Do Mm -hmm. you feel like you're just like getting that fresh of breath air that you needed? Don't like, you don't have to sit in that completely right now, but take some time to just like do it. And like, just think, about it and then think about what you would like to do i mean no one's saying you have to cut off you know all of your friends right but sometimes if you need to create distance between that person that's okay for both that person and for you a hundred percent i actually just pulled up a note i keep in my phone that i always forget about yeah but katie morton is a therapist and she's Mm -hmm. actually on youtube and she shares a lot of her skills and expertise she's written a book I don't remember what it's called. Sorry, Katie. <laughs> I don't know saying Katie. But like, um, there's a list she includes mm. where you can like, there's these 10 points that I want to share where you can kind of question whether or not a relationship you have is toxic. Mm. So one, do you put off seeing them or responding to their texts or calls? Two, do you feel worse after having spent time with them? Exactly what you're saying. Mm. Three, have they ever threatened to hurt you physically or emotionally? That should be a huge red flag, yeah. guys. Like, I mean, believe me, I have put up with that and stay. Four, do they discourage you from doing things on your own? Hmm. Five, have they asked to borrow money and not paid it back? Hmm. Six, do they ask you for a lot of favors? Hmm. Seven, do you struggle to make decisions without them? Eight, have you found out they were talking badly about you behind your back? Nine, do you constantly feel like you're walking on eggshells when you're around them? And ten, do they repeatedly put you down? So some of those things are obvious, but other things like force you to be responsible for your own self-awareness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have to consider how you feel when you're with them, but also how you feel after you're with them. Yeah. And how they make you feel and how they make you think about yourself, because like whether it be romantic or just friendships, it is the hugest Huge, biggest, <laughs> hugest, hugest influence on your life. But that being said, I also wanted to quickly talk about how COVID has had a huge effect on our friendships. We're gonna talk about like our personal COVID experiences in the next. The next episode is gonna be a big one, guys. <laughs> so excited! But um, COVID has really changed our relationships. Like we, when we started this episode, you talked about like how you evolve from spending all your time with all these people to really needing to be selective because you can't spend all your time with everyone and everyone handles COVID differently. But what has made a huge difference in my friendships with you and I, but more so with Jen and Ashley, because they were really protective of like their health, understandably, and to the best of like everyone's like interests. Jen and Ashley, who have done episodes with us in the past, check out their episodes, guys. They were great are like two of my closest friends ever and we have a scheduled weekly talk sometimes the day changes but like it's monday nights at 9 p.m <laughs> monday nights at nine erica knows i know but i still sometimes forget and then i'm like oh yeah it's monday <laughs> yeah. i'm just out of office dude like i yeah That's i love time. that i love that there's this protected and cherished and it's purposeful like mm-hmm. it's 
purposefully time to connect Mm -hmm. because everyone's so busy and like life gets crazy and I think that's always been a really hard part for me in terms of like actively staying in touch and I'm trying to be better at it um but I love that you three always do that and like yeah it's the best yeah it really is it's so cute and it's awesome because like Yes, you spend most of your day on Zoom, but to not have every single time you're in front of your computer be, like, for work, Mm -hmm. it, like, gets you into the habit that, like, life is more than meetings. You know what I mean? So, it's fun. And I love them. Everyone loves them. They're the sweetest. I know. They're the best. We love you, Janet Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I also wanted to switch it over a bit to, like, romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. How, I know you haven't been in one yet, but you have definitely experienced toxicity. What can you share in terms of, like, advice based on what you've seen? Yeah, definitely. Um, And it's so crazy to think that, like, people way younger than me are getting married and I've actually never had a steady boyfriend, which, like, I'm totally fine with because I feel like I've grown and evolved, like, so much and I, I don't know that. I was ready for a boyfriend or that I'm ready now. TBH, like I'm still growing and evolving, but I have gone on my fair share of dates. And each time I go on a date, I never want to go on another date. Wait, 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 okay. I'm sorry for making you talk about this twice today. (laughs) (laughs) But Erica, you have to share the tent man. Okay. So... Fun fact, I... So... The funnest of facts. The funnest of dating facts of my life. Uh, So I'm consistently downloading apps and then deleting them. And so over the summer last year, I downloaded Bumble. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna just, like, swipe it summer. Like, I feel like I can go out and whatever. So I come up... The day I downloaded it, I came up... I matched with somebody who lived, like half an hour away which like where I live everyone's Mm -hmm. minimum half an hour away so it didn't feel like too far we decided to grab dinner that night and after like exchanging just a couple messages seemed like a nice guy I we went to like a French restaurant the day was actually four hours long um the conversation was like intriguing more than it was like feeling like a romantic feeling coming Mm -hmm. out of it it just kept getting more and more interesting after (laughs) each thing was shared so this person that i went out on a date with was just on a very different path of life than i am um this man is has more of a rural holistic approach to life so he actually spoiler alert lives in a tent on a shared land kind of like a commune that tent must have wi-fi because we matched on bumble um he was ready to have 10 children shared on this first night yes all this information was shared on the first night um you know very into kind of old medicine spirituality you know i'm on a and and i've spoken about this in previous seasons i'm on my own kind of like faith journey but i'm very like i was grew up catholic and i'm still you know very grounded in that kind of catholic christian faith um so i do believe there's a god and i have you know my my beliefs 
this man has another spiritual path. We're like to each their own. <laughs> but it was just very was so kind. <laughs> it was just... I was like, Erica, he lives in a tent. <laughs> I'm yeah, we it just was like a lot of new information on the date. He's like, I know this is the first date, but I'm like ready to just like date you and only you. Like if you're open to that. And I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I let him on because I said, yeah. So obviously like it's my own fault, but like it feels, it felt weird. We were still like in the middle of dinner for me to say like, no, I don't know. And it was, it was poorly planned on my part. I should have vetted a little bit further before (laughs) just going into the date. So I think if there's a lesson to be learned, like good things take time, don't rush into it. And like, Share your location. Be safe. <laughs> Erica and I have each other's locations. Yeah. Erica was very worried about me. <laughs> that being said, this dude was also turned out to be toxic too. Yes. Well, so after that day, I the next day, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm so sorry if this come, feels like it's coming out of left wing because I, I do feel like I left the impression that, you know, it was a good date, even though I knew by the end of it that this is not someone that I, you know, wanted to be in a romantic relationship with. And even though I will say... <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, well, well, she called me. I and I was like, Steph, I think this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> we can make this work. He wants a family. I'm ready to have children. He wants to have 10. We can have one or two. <laughs> this will be someone who will, you know, take care of the kids while I'm working. I had completely talked myself into it, which, like, already not a good sign. Mm-hmm. But the next day I had you know, moment to to breathe and reflect <laughs> on the fact that maybe not my, my number one choice. And so I said, you know, I'm so sorry if this feels like it's coming out of left wing, but I, or left field, I don't know the expression. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I just don't think that this is going to work out. It's not you, it's me. Um, and he's like, yeah, no, like it's, it, he actually took it surprisingly well. He's like, totally not out of left field. Like, you know, you deserve so much better, whatever. And we're like, oh, he like, hardened my text which was my like i don't want to date you text and gave me a really sweet response of course he then continued to text me and it was like self-deprecating stuff like you know you deserve someone someone so much better i can give you what you want and like looking for things that his response his all his messages were like he needed validation from me Mm -hmm. or somebody um And it just felt like, well, I should not have given this person my phone number type of situation. And so I just had to like ultimately like stop responding and end it there. But it felt like I was feeling obligated to respond back and like looped into whatever this was. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was it was toxic in the sense that like feeling pressured by someone to be part of something that I didn't actually want and it was more for him than it was for me. And instead of respecting my decision and saying, okay, like it's a no, it was just like trying to pull me back into it. And I think those are like, you know, that's like the basics of a toxic relationship, whether that's Mm -hmm. with a boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, parent, like whatever, just like bringing you into situations where you've already clearly said no and still trying to convince you and manipulate you into it but safe to say 
deleted the app after that date, <laughs> didn't go on another date. I recently downloaded Tinder and think I'm going to delete it soon too. I so. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but say la vie. You got to like live and learn, I guess. I guess. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much it on the dating realm. Hopefully 2022 will have better things in store for us. Um, we're getting ready to say goodbye. Can we edit that part? Yeah. Or no, we're keeping it in. Okay. okay. I wasn't sure how I was going to end this episode, <laughs> but really the key driving point here <laughs> is sometimes we sacrifice ourselves to make others feel better and... I'm realizing that like it's just so not worth it yeah and you just got to prioritize yourself and so whether that's friends whether that's romantic relationships whether that's family relationships I hope that you all take the time and just kind of think through this that you enjoy the people that love you mm-hmm. and that you're purposeful with all of those relationships we love you all and are so excited to have you back for the last episode. One more to go, guys. Big finale coming up. <laughs> all right. Love you. Bye. Bye.